Welcome to Bread Alive. We are called to be priests, prophets, and kings in our own homes and workplaces, offering the wheat of our daily lives and becoming bread for others through lives of grace. My name is Michael Halbrook, and this podcast explores our journeys together as we seek to understand and live the gospel in our lives. Hello there. We're back, and... Uh, it's me, Joseph, this <laughs> Joseph's time. Joseph's back. Joseph finally fended off his brothers. I know Thomas, who was here two weeks ago, um, really wanted to come down. He kept begging for two guests this week. I said, maybe sometime in the future. Matthew's upstairs doing homework. So we're back with Joseph. How's it going, Joseph? Good. What have you been up to lately? I don't know. I've just been doing whatever I wanted. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Lots of school still, right? Yeah. You still got school going on. You've been yeah. going to Taekwondo. Yep. You had your first Weeblos Arrow of Light meeting of the year. Yep. Finally. That's kind of cool. Your den leader needs to get his act together, right? Yeah, he does. <laughs> Who is that? Um, It's you. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's going to love that one. So uh, this weekend, you read the, the gospel for this weekend and you turn around because it was this morning, right? I was I was yeah. praying morning prayer and you came into the chapel and you read the gospel and you turn around and what did you say? What was your reaction? I said, this is one of my favorite gospels. And you said, it's Christ the King. Yeah. And I said, yeah, it's one of your favorite gospels and it's my favorite Sunday of the church year. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of this is going to be a cool one to talk about. I love Christ the King Sunday. Yeah, it's your favorite um, it's my favorite gospel, your favorite week of the church year, yeah. and I'm your favorite son. Oh, I, I see what you did there. So uh, let's talk about why it's my favorite church week of the church year. Okay. Fair? Okay. I like Christ the King because I like um, how it reminds us as we end the church year and get ready for church new year with Advent starting the week after. Yeah. I like how it reminds us of the proper order of things. And it reminds us that God is at the head of creation. Jesus, God's son, you know, one with God, the father is also at the head, right? And he sits at God's right hand forever and all things come under Jesus. And then Jesus gives all things to the father. So that's kind of like the order, like a, like a gown or a train flowing out of God to cover all of creation, including us. And I like it because it reminds me that no matter what goes right or wrong in life, that in eternity, all is well with God especially if we live good lives of grace and virtue uh, to be with God forever. Right. Yeah. So I like, I like thinking of Christ the King like that, but tell me about the gospel and why it's one of your favorite gospels. So in this gospel, he talks all about like, I was naked and you clothed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink and I was hungry and you gave me food. And then he gets to a part where he's talking to the Pharisees and he says, for I was hungry and you gave me no food, thirsty and you gave me no drink, and naked you gave me no clothes. And what I like, I like so much about gospels like that. It's like he's teaching them, but in a way he's like, like roasting them. He's like, <laughs> okay, so you like the gospels yeah. when Jesus roasts the Pharisees. Well, does it? I, I, one of the one of the things that we have to think about when Jesus roasts the Pharisees like that is he's roasting us too. Yeah, are we clothing the naked, giving drink to the thirsty, giving food to them? And it doesn't just have to be giving it to them. You could give it to the food pantry. You could donate it 
to something. There's the giving tree every mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things that you could do. Well, and and giving water to the thirst of the body. Yeah, and but, feeding them nourishly. Yeah. Um spiritually exactly with nourishment and words and teachings yeah because there might be people around us in our daily lives too that that need nourishment uh of the mind of the spirit right they need us to be able to help them understand god and god's love for them and god's plan for greatness in their life if they you know if they live virtuously if, if they try to have a good relationship with jesus this one reminds me of the the spiritual works of mercy, corporal, corporal yeah, yeah, the ones of the, the body. Corp- it rem- yeah. reminds me of the corporal works of mercy mm-hmm. and the beatitudes. So remember, corporal. Remember, corpus, Latin yeah. for body. Remember the corporal that you've put, that you unfold on the altar to put under the sacred vessels to hold the body from from Hoc dropping so no crumbs corpus fall. Meum. Corpus Christi, right? The feast of the body of Christ. So all of those, now you'll remember the corporal works of mercy because they're of the body. Yes. There's some other ones in that too, right? Like visiting those in prison. Yeah. There's also people not in jail prison, but like imprisoned with being addicted, right? That need our help. Um, Or they're imprisoned just with fear right now, maybe with coronavirus that need our prayers and, you know, need us to be as merciful as we can, wear our masks so that they're comfortable. What else comes to mind when you think about this gospel and the fact that what I love about this gospel on Christ the King is it reminds me that Jesus isn't a king that came like what the Israelites thought. What do they think Jesus was going to be? He thought he was going to like ascend down and be this glorious almighty person. Yeah. But he came to like down, free them from the, the worldly authorities, right? He came down and they didn't even have a place to put him when he was born. That's true. Yeah. And he's he was a, a shepherd king, right? And he yes. says in the first reading this weekend, he talks about how in, in there was a prophecy from Ezekiel of the Pharisees that he's talking about in the Gospels have not fed the sheep the right way. They have not taken care of his people. So God prophecies through the prophet Ezekiel in the first reading, I myself will go take care of my people. And then Jesus comes and does that. So he's a, he's a shepherd king. He's meek. He's humble. He's loving. He cares for us. And he, he looks after the ones that are lost, that are hungry, that are thirsty, that are in prison. And this weekend he challenges us, not just to remember that he's the king, but to remember that when we're baptized, we are made what priest, prophet, and king. Right. So we are made to be to share in that kingship of Christ, the servant that looks after the hungry. And then in and the confirmation, yeah. we're supposed to be we're supposed to be followers, and we're supposed to watch him as he does things, and we're supposed to and see take part and, and join take in. part. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. When Jesus is is telling this, you know, this in the gospel, not only is he challenging the Pharisees, then he's challenging us. And he's reminding us that at the end of time, at the end of our lives, at our judgment, what will we be judged on? We'll be judged on the things we did for others. Especially for the least among us, right? Yes. Yep. There was a sign in our old classroom in fourth grade that said, love God, and then like a word search almost, it had another word connected to it that said, love others. Mm -hmm. And that's a very important phrase because 
you know, if you love others, you're certain to love God. That's very true. That's very true. So in seeking to remember the order of things and that Jesus Christ is our king and the king of all creation, the king of the universe, we also have to remember that through him extends our kingship, our dominion over the things in our control, and the fact that we have to do that in turn for others, right? Love others, care for others, look after the others around us, um, and be kind of like, be little shepherds in our own places where we live, in our neighborhood, in our school, where I work, all that we can do. Yes. Cool. Any other thoughts this week? Um, not really. No? I... No. Hey, do you want to tell everybody about what, what we built back there on the other side of the chapel? Yes. Dad, while I was gone, decided he could build an altar without me. <laughs> I know. I had to practice before we built the little one that you've wanted, right? Right. Yep. So I had to get the big one in the chapel right. We've had we've had a little altar in our home chapel with the book of Gospels and some candles since we moved in 18 months ago. And it was like really short at table height. So if we ever had a priest come over to say mass with our family, he would either have to be elf height or you would have to kneel the whole time or he'd have to lean over a lot and hurt his back. This is a proper height and it has a wood carving of the sacred heart on the front um, and it's beautiful. And I've even already had a priest friend send me a message and uh, and ask when we would like him to come over and say mass at our house, which is pretty cool. Which is really cool because all we would have to do is scoot it forward a bit. Yeah, and put we out could, the missile. Yeah, mm-hmm. we could even live, we could live stream it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we just keep yeah, it just for our but, family. Yeah. But anyway, all of the stuff that we do here in this room, when we come as a family and we pray and we come as individuals and we pray and we remember God and we read the gospels each week, it's all aimed at helping us to be better disciples, right? And helping us do what the gospel this week challenges. Jesus challenges us, the church, to go out and be, you know, be be kings in the world, in the areas that we have dominion over, kings of love and of mercy and of caring for the least. That's what, what Jesus is asking for us, for our lives, right? Right. Amen. Okay. Have a great week, Joseph. It's good having you back. You too. And let's tell everybody else have a great week. And uh, make sure, if you don't already, follow us, Bread Alive, on Facebook and on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast. Give it a like. Give it a review. And tell some friends about it. Uh, we're hoping to be here every week talking about the gospel. And uh, we love hearing from you. So, oh, so, yeah. and the, way, the, the <laughs> reason that I was not on the podcast a few weeks is because Dad secretly told my brothers without telling me that they could each do a podcast. Uh, well, we still need Andrew then, don't we? Yes. Okay. See everybody next week. Maybe with Joseph. Maybe with Andrew. Probably not with Andrew.